Hi. Hi. I'm very nervous. <laughs> I know. Me too. Is Anchor going to behave for us this week? We'll find out in like three seconds. <laughs> yeah. Well, it just cuts off and we're just like, oh, never mind. That's it for the podcast. I know. I mean, I still have like nightmares about whether it would like cut off at like 60 minutes as opposed to 10 seconds. But whatever. Let's just pray. We're just wild and we're just going to wing it. All right. Oh my Hi. God. I thought it cut off. <laughs> No, I'm still here. I'm just, I'm just going to take like random moments of silence throughout this whole thing. <laughs> so I think it cuts off. <laughs> I feel stupid for how dramatically like my stomach dropped. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I'll, tr- I'll try to talk a lot, but your girl is tired. Yeah. Megan's super popular this week. I felt like she was like bragging to me um, secretly because she was like, yeah, like I'm going out tonight. I'm going out tomorrow night. And then I'm going out on the town the next night. And I was like, we get it. You have friends. I just feel the need to, like, explain why I don't have time to watch five, like, four (laughs) hours of TV a week. I don't know. I have zero friends and I still don't have the time because I just don't want the time. (laughs) Yeah. So. so. All right. Let's. Fuck. Oh, first of all, how's the weather? (laughs) Um, It's, like, rainy. Yeah. It's weird because yesterday was, um, of course, September 11th, and, like, the city was very foggy. So, like, normally wherever I am and, like, walking around and running errands, I can, like, look up and see, the like, the new World Trade Center tower, and I couldn't see it at all yesterday. It was kind of eerie. Oh, that is eerie. Yeah, just because it was so foggy. So that's our weather. How's your weather? Um... It's, like, the perfect weather for me. Like, I wish I could stay like this forever because it's, like, the air is, like, cool and crisp. Ooh. I like like that. And it's, like, lightly overcast. Not where it's, like, depressing, but it's, like, still looks like it's daytime out, but it's not, like, sunny. Oh, okay. I like that. That's good shit. Yeah, no, we're in, like, an awkward phase where it's, like, 80 degrees and raining. So it's, like, you still sweat if you wear a jacket, but it definitely looks like it should be jacket weather. Yeah, like monsoon season in Arizona, you look out and you're like, it looks so cold and you step out and it's 115. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here we are talking about the weather. You were like kidding by asking me about it. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm like, and then if we go to the, well, fucking North Carolina is just like a not about to be a state anymore. Like it's just going to get like, I know, I get so nervous watching and reading about that stuff. Me too. People are, like, joking about it, but I'm, like, I don't know. Like, in my (laughs) – you know what? No one cares. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I don't know. In my parents' neighborhood, um, there are houses that are still just rubble. Like, you can, like, drive by, and it's just, like, you see, like, couches and just rubble from Hurricane Katrina. No way. Yeah. It's crazy. And there's a huge, huge, like, skyscraper hospital in the middle of the city that's just empty because they still haven't like fixed it that's crazy and so like when I like hear these like hurricanes I'm like what the fuck are these people joking about yeah I mean last year was just so crazy with what happened in like Houston and oh, yeah. Rico oh my god yeah so you know thoughts go out to all those in the Carolinas and whatnot yeah seriously get out if anybody in North Carolina is listening to me right now get out while you can turn it off and leave yeah <laughs> shut this shit off and just turn go. it off <laughs> <laughs> who's um, saying that <laughs> turn it off 
I'm just saying, like, Easter's on 420. <laughs> <laughs> Megan and I just reference very obscure vines. Um, yeah, if okay. anyone can, like, pick out where that vine was from, message Morgan and she will send you something special. <laughs> I'll do merch for free. Guarantee. I will. Um, okay, let's get into this fucking bullshit. We have a lot to unpack, but we have to pack up because it's the last day of paradise. Yeah, it's been, I mean, not just paradise in general. It's been kind of a crazy week in Bachelor Nation, I feel like. Yes. Yeah, so many side things, like so many tweets and like text messages and like secret relationships. We've got a lot to get into, people. Should we... Should we kick off with the non-Paradise related news, just to get it out of the way? Sure. Oh, our thing? Or are you scared that we're going to run out of time? Anyway, let's just cover it off quickly. Our thing? Or do you have something else? Oh, no. I was talking about Amanda Stanton and Baby Beck. Oh, yeah. Talk about it. Go for it. Okay. Um, Amanda Stanton, we know her as the girl who loves every Bachelor season of everything ever. And she's a tiny little person, and she's cute and sweet and nice. And she's like born to be an Instagram influencer. Yeah, and that's pretty much what she is, thanks to this show. She was arrested in Las Vegas this weekend on oh, domestic oh, battery. assault battery charges because she was in a. I'm gonna assume a drunken altercation with her boyfriend and um, she pushed him and cops saw and intervened. They were in Las Vegas for like a joint bachelor bachelorette party and it sounds like things just got very out of hand. Um, I mean they're fine but she was arrested and like there's a mug shot and everything but and her mug shot in perspective my highly touched selfies. Yeah. <laughs> to put this in perspective, she's like 90 pounds and her boyfriend is like a I'm pretty sure he's like some he's some type of athlete, but he's a large, large man. So yeah, I he's a basketball player. Basketball? I, think. I don't know, he's some type of athlete. Is it basketball? Anyway. Um I can't imagine this cop like seeing this little woman like push her boyfriend and being like, that looks dangerous. But apparently they did, so that was that. I feel like it's Vegas. Like, I mean, who hasn't gotten, like, in a drunken fight with, like, their boyfriend? You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially, like, in Vegas when you've been drinking since 9 a.m. The moral of the story is co-ed, bachelor, and bachelorette parties are fucking lame. Yeah, especially in Vegas. Yeah. It's gonna be a mess. Like, you guys can be separated for a weekend. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I And when I first read it, I was like, geez. But then when it, like, I read it, I was like, oh, that Same. just a drunk ass bitch yelling at her boyfriend. Exactly. Like, I sent Morgan the article because I read the headline and I sent her to her right away. And then I read the article and I was like, oh, JK, not that cool. I read the whole thing now and it's just kind of like, it is what it is. But it's so not kind cool. of. <laughs> yeah. Not that it would be cool, like, if it was something bad, but. She does have two, like, small children. It's, like, worth noting. And she's, like, a very, um... Like, mousy, like, just petite, like... <laughs> she's so, like, her her thigh is my upper arm. 
Yeah. I, I Her waist is my ankle. And when we say she's drunk, she was drunk. I mean, we're we're kind of drawing assumptions here, but you know, it's Vegas, it's bachelorette party. When we say she was drunk, that means she probably had like a half a shot of tequila and was like belligerent just because ninety percent of her blood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's very tiny and like very just like pasty, and so it was just bizarre. Yes. Side was... note. Oh, sorry, are you done? Yeah, I was going to be done with that one. Unless you had anything else. Um. Okay. What else you got? Um, Baby Beck. You guys have heard us refer to her as Baby Beck for uh, this whole time, but her she's also known as Becca Martinez. Becca with a K Martinez. She was very young. She was on Ari's season. She was like 21 when she was on his season, and now she's 22. Anyway, she is pregnant. The one with... who went like missing, her mom like filed a missing report for her. And yeah. Then people like saw her on the bachelor and then it turned out she was like working on a weed farm yeah she's kind of um like an eclectic soul yeah and anyway she is pregnant with her boyfriend who is not she does have a boyfriend um it was he is not a part of bachelor nation and she made a really fucking bizarre announcement on instagram it's it was had like horror movie vibes where there was like weird static in the background and she was like explaining why she couldn't go on Bachelor in Paradise and it's because she was pregnant. Well, she made a trailer for her video. Like she was like she re- this bitch is really out here thinking that she's like Kylie Jenner status where she has to make a trailer and then also make a video to announce her pregnancy. Like we were a contestant on one season of The Bachelor and it was the worst season of The Bachelor. Our yeah it was kind of wild. She was like a breakout star from that season, but like, I don't know. You're you're selling yourself hard. Yeah, like who makes a trailer to the pregnancy? And it was like all like mysterious because it was like, I know you guys were wondering why I wasn't on The Bachelor, and then it was like <laughs> static cut, and it was like, I just have been hiding the secret and like static cut. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's like actually I didn't even realize that you weren't there until you said it just now. <laughs> Yeah, like, I bet you guys were wondering, and I was like, who? (laughs) (laughs) Who was wondering? But, for anyone who was, now you know. (laughs) Now click on this link to reveal the mystery, and all it is, like, she's pregnant, like, okay, girl. (laughs) Yeah. We all have sex. Yeah, so that was that. That's, like, non, right? I think that's it. For non-paradise-related news. Yes, non-paradise-related news. I mean, as far as Paradise-related news goes, buckle up. Everyone, please secure your lap bars. Check your neighbor's lap bars. Keep your hands and feet inside wherever you are. Whew, it's about to get bumpy. I was literally, like, had my headphones in at work watching it. Yes, I work hard. Same. Well, same. (laughs) And I was, like, gasping. (laughs) I know that there were times where I would start laughing or like I would just have like a reaction to whatever was happening. And I was like, wait, I'm not only am I in public right now, but I'm at work. So I need to get my life together. <laughs> okay, so let's go into it. So um, we'll jump in on to Monday's night episode, which is the last. So it's like the last night of paradise um, or like last day on the beach. So uh-huh. uh, um, it's 
starts with Jordan gets a date card, and he obviously takes Jenna, and they, like, go out on a date where they're taking, like, engagement photos, um, and then, like, they, the guy's like, okay, go into these rooms, there's something in there for you, and in Jordan's room, there was, like, a tuxedo, and in Jenna's room, there was, like, a bridal dress, so then they took, like, wedding pictures, like, yeah, wedding pictures, like, in a yeah. wedding dress and tuxedo. Jordan was in heaven. Yeah. fucking working his little model faces yeah um these this monday's episode we're just gonna cut right through because <laughs> yeah it's Tuesday's episode where it has all the meat in the uh, words of joey tribbiani it's a moo point <laughs> point because cows are moo <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so then robbie comes robbie is like a probably, probably worth noting probably worth noting quickly that jenna kind of had like a panic freak out over like oh engaged wedding huh like keep that right. in the back of your mind i like how many people get freaked out even though that's literally the only purpose of the show yeah like any show <laughs> not just bachelor in paradise but like the bachelor the bachelorette fucking winter like all of it like the goal is to have neil lane pop out for his yearly appearance <laughs> he's overworked <laughs> <laughs> Um, so then Robbie comes, and he's, like, a very famous Bachelor contestant. One, because he's, like, generically very handsome. Not my type, but I'm not going to pretend that he's, like, not crazy handsome. No, totally agree. He's, like, a genetic, like, dream. He but... literally looks like a Barbie doll. Yeah, like, he's, we said Jordan looks like Ken from Toy Story. No, like, Rob Robbie looks like Ken. And he happens to be an ex of our good friend Amanda Stanton, who we were just discussing. Who got arrested? Yep, he. So he's like a villain. So he was like runner up in JoJo season, which wow, JoJo season back when the Bachelor was fucking good. And um, holy shit, how did he even get that far in JoJo season? That's he's what such I a douche. Because I was like, wait, what season was he from? I know he made it kind of far, and then they were like, he was the runner up in JoJo season. I was like, what the fuck was JoJo thinking? And then I remembered during the season, I kept saying that. Yeah, and JoJo was also one of those seasons where there was such a clear front runner. That any other guy was just kind of like a waste. Like they were just, you know. Yeah, and she's still with what's his name. Yeah, and I adore him. Same. Jordan Rogers. <laughs> um, so he comes and he's like a villain because last year him and Amanda left Paradise together and they were like dating seriously and then he cheated on her. With photographic evidence. Yep, and then it Whoa. was like brought up at the reunion show and yeah. he just like still denied it and Amanda was like I mean that picture is literally you making out with another girl so yeah just you know standard fuckboy behavior yep and so he takes um Shoshana on a date because there's literally no one available. yeah like by default he pretty much spoke to everyone else who said sorry I'm in a relationship and then he go- cuts to the camera and is literally like well shush is my only option so here we go he didn't seem very excited about it either that was kind of lame yeah well it's like why would you send someone in literally the last day yeah i wonder i I don't know that's weird i still want to know their like process with that but anyway maybe it's like bringing it up because maybe he'll make an appearance on another show whatever yeah um and then Cassandra and Kiwi Jordan kind of have like an intimate date where they have like ice cream and then she tells him he needs to make the first move so then they like awkwardly kiss yeah I'm a big fan of Kiwi Jordan 
Same. I'm I'm actually okay with Cassandra too. But Kiwi yeah. Jordan is one of like the older cast members and she's one of the younger cast members. I think they come from very different lives. I don't see it going anywhere. Plus he literally lives in New Zealand. Yeah. Like so... girl which is, you know, it's ironic because that's that's the date that she went home on on the season that she was at. Oh. Because it was like when they went to go visit the Hobbit house set. Oh. And it was her birthday. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and she got sent home. Um, so yeah, they like awkwardly kiss. And then, so Robbie's obviously a bad guy, but Shoshana has like no idea who he is. So then Cassandra and Olivia like go and tell Shu like about Robbie's past because they're like looking out for her. But then Shoshana's just so fucking crazy that she's like, I don't care. Well, she's not, not only is she crazy herself, but she's blindsided by Robbie's, like, chiseled looks. Yeah, and very basic interest in her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, these girls. And then, um, oh. Oh, okay. Here's where we get into one of the serious parts. So then Joe, grocery store Joe, and Kendall have a talk. And... She's, like, complaining that he hasn't expressed himself to her, so she has, like, no idea how he feels. And he's, like, I don't really understand how you don't know how I feel, considering, like, we hang out all day, every day. We are, like, kiss. We, like, hook up. Like, we go on dates. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, I haven't told you how I felt because you have told me that you hate when men smother you with their emotions and that you also want to have an open relationship. So, like, that's why I haven't told you how I felt because, like, Mm -hmm. I didn't want to scare you away mm-hmm. he like really stood up for himself which i was glad because yeah joe has been out here only going for kendall he's been with no one else and kendall has literally hooked up with like four other dudes um full disclosure i was really tired on monday and took a 20 minute nap during this part but i've met read multiple <laughs> recaps on what <laughs> happened and i literally woke up as the end of this conversation was happening so i know where it's leading but I, I mean, yeah, I Kendall kind of irritates the hell out of me sometimes. Yeah, because she's like the one who was like, "I want to open a relationship." I hate when guys like tell me that they love me and like overwhelm me, blah blah blah. So Joe's just been kind of like going at her speed and like you know waiting for her. But then she wants to sit there and be like, "You never told me how you feel," and it's like, well. <laughs> and I, well, yeah, I mean, it's like he told the producers like in the fucking camera shots how he felt, but he never told told Kendall. I could totally see how, also, how he would be an insanely frustrating person to be in a relationship with, because all he does is kind of just, like, sit there and smile and say things goofily. Yeah. Um, so, so then, ultimately... I get both. I get where they're both coming from. Yeah, same. Um, and so then Joe decides to go home, and so then early, like, he just, he's like, well, I've, there's obviously no one else left for me here, like, there's no time so I'm just going to go home. Like, there's no point in sticking around. Yeah. Essentially, they break up. Yeah. And then she decides to go home as well. And so then it's the rose ceremony. It was pretty emotional. It was really emotional. I felt bad for them. I woke up and I was upset. <laughs> I'm ending this. <laughs> um, and so then the rose ceremony is Cassandra and Kiwi Jordan, Shu and Robbie, Annalise and Camille, Astrid and Kevin, Crystal and Chris, Jenna and Jordan, and then Olivia and John. Mm-hmm. So then Diggy goes home, which Diggy, my homie, I love him. Yeah, I like him too. I don't know what his deal is. Same. 
Well, he came in too late. That's what his deal was. Yeah, but, like, why hasn't he had found love? I don't know. He's, what is he? He's not even, like, 30. Yeah, but he's got to have, like, a ton of women sliding into his DM. <laughs> you would know. Actually, my friend slid into his DMs, and he was messaging her. Really? Yeah, like, it was, like, right after. Are uh, you going to give it a go? What? Are you going to give it a go? Maybe. Shit. You should. <laughs> I might, actually. Um, and so then the next day. Opening line. Hey, you should listen to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the whole Tartic family listened. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so then the next day, Chris Harrison comes out, and he's kind of just straight to the point. He's like, listen, today's the very last day of paradise. If you're not getting engaged or staying together, you've got to end it now and go home. I and feel so- like it always ends so abruptly like this, and it's so awkward. Yeah. <laughs> so then all the couples, like, go off to go talk to decide, like, what they're going to do. Um, Cassandra and Kiwi Jordan end things just because it's, like, not realistic. Like Megan said, they have totally different lives. They live on two different continents. Like, it's just not. They just met. Like it's not realistic. Good for them for being fucking smart and reasonable about this. Because some yeah. people aren't, as we will see. Yeah, and then um, Robbie and Shu end things because they literally met six hours beforehand. Yeah, <laughs> and he was like, "If you're ever in Salt Lake City, you can come get breakfast with me." She's like, "Oh my god, for sure." Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they will. <laughs> breakfast. That's like breakfast. Like, because you're getting breakfast together from the night before. Is that what he meant? Because if it's not, then who the fuck wants breakfast? Who knows? Um, and then Kevin, our sweet baby Canadian angel, Kevin. God, Kevin really put me through it this week. Seriously. <laughs> he, like, gets cold feet, and he essentially just, like, breaks up with Astrid. They're, like, the strongest couple there, and he just decides that he's, like, not ready, and he's not emotionally secure. Which I'm glad that he's so open and, like, can recognize that. Yeah. Man, like, I, don't, I, I don't know. That was hard to watch. Yeah, it, like, it was really definitely hard to watch. Like, that takes, like, a really strong person to say, like, you know what? I'm emotionally fucked up. <laughs> right yeah. now. And it's it's just not going to end well. And I don't want to ruin what we have. So he ends things. And so then him and Astrid go home separately. And it's, like, yeah. so shocking because it's, like, what the fuck? You guys were, like, the couple. Yeah, I mean, like, they were the strongest couple there. And I feel like it almost would have been the easy way out for him to just, like, continue on with the show and, like, go through the motions of, like, proposing and doing that, 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 which is essentially, like, what everyone wanted. And he knew probably that that's what everyone wanted. But I do respect him for, like, not going through with that. That's not where his heart was people really came after him like on social media for doing that. And it's just like, well, what do you, I don't know. Like, what do you expect? Like, what do you want him to do? Yeah. Cause he can't I, like, had he lied about how he felt and just went with it just cause he was like scared and let her on even more. That would make him a worse person. Yeah. So I'm still cool with Kev Same. and Astrid. I mean, I think as far as breakup, go, breakups go, it was sad to watch, but they both as always handle themselves very well. Yeah, if that discussion was going to happen with anyone, I'm glad it was, like, in Astrid's relationship, because she's also, like, very emotionally in touch and mature, so. Yeah, what did she say that got, she was just like, I can't, like, I can't give you any more of me. Like, I've given all I can give of me, so if that's not enough, then, like, we need to end this. 
yeah and he's just like well I don't know. he essentially said kind of like it's not you it's me but in like a less cliche way and also in a way that he really meant it that he has some issues and baggage and he just kind of freaked out yes it was very I respected him and I respected her <clears throat> meanwhile I was freaking out yeah sad 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 more on that later um, and so then the remaining couples go to, like, the fantasy suite. So, essentially, instead of staying in these, like, beach huts, they got to go to, like, a nice hotel and stay in, like, an actual room. They get air conditioning. <laughs> yeah. And, like, a shower that's, like, not outside. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, and so then Annalise and Camille talk on, like, a beach and they, like, express their love for each other, even though they, like, do not know each other. <laughs> which, which I know is, like, the whole, like like thing I could say in every season of The Bachelor but like these people literally just met they've been on one date I mean at least on other seasons of the show where people like fall in love with each other you see clips and like dates of them speaking and getting to know each other there's no chemistry no communication zero zip nada nothing between them yeah, it's fucking crazy. And then Annalise is being her own same psycho-ass self, and she's talking about how she's hoping for an engagement. And Camille just, like, wants to take things slow, because he was like, I just want to take things sl- slow, because I really, you do really mean a lot to me. And I think that if we do things way too fast, it'll just, like, blow up in our face. So, like, I'd rather take it at a slow speed. Like, an actual functioning, normal human. At this point, I'm like, hey, Camille's kind of sane. Yeah, Jesus Christ, Annalise, literally their first date, I don't know if you guys remember two episodes ago, on their first date, where she was literally like, if he proposed today, I would say yes. This bitch had known him for like 12 hours. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I'm so glad I don't have to talk about her anymore after tonight, because I'm I'm so sick of like, she just drives me nuts. Like, she needs so much help, and it's it's it hurts to watch so I don't want to talk about it anymore but we have to continue with tonight's episode so we will um and so then Neil Lane makes his quarterly debut on one of the bachelor shows <laughs> yeah Jordan contractual and- obligations yeah <laughs> um and Jordan and Jenna get engaged and I don't really, I didn't really listen to what they were saying to each other because I know it's just nonsense. I mean, yeah, they're both, you know, singing each other's praises. Yeah. And I also just think that, like, in, like, not even an insulting way, just, like, in a general just speaking, I think they both need to grow up before they get married. And I'm not saying, like, they need to grow up. Like, I just genuinely think they need to both grow up. I mean, they've both displayed acts of, like, that reflect toddler's behavior in this season. Like, Jordan with the whole, like, throwing the stuffed animal in the ocean thing and, like, hopping around, being like, oh, you made her cry. And then Jenna with, like, the, like, stomping her feet and, like, crying. When she... They are bizarre separately. Together, they kind of weirdly make sense, but you're so right. They need to grow up before they can talk about reproducing at all. Yes. And then, fucking motherfucking plot twist of the goddamn century. My favorite couple, Chris and Crystal. Yes. 
who knew that at the end I would be like so happy for them and like genuinely think that they're a great healthy couple did what? Crystal what? tame the goose yeah geez she he said that in his like proposal he said that um, she took a chance on him and made him a better person and then they like FaceTime his mom and then she's like at the end she's like I'm gonna be Mrs. Goose I know it's funny because his his mom was like, "Is that Crystal?" Oh yeah, it's like she must be a fan of the show. How weird! Just knowing that your son is going in and can get like engaged to someone who you've watched on TV before but never met. Yeah, so random. But Uh, whatever. But like, I'm actually genuinely happy for them, and I weirdly enough think that they're actually gonna last. Same, because her dogs like him. (laughs) But like. That's the biggest plot twist out of the whole season. This is truly the most dramatic bachelor finale. No, no, you have to say it right. Finale. Finale in history. (laughs) Because I'm like sitting here teary eyed for Kristen and Crystal thinking like they've truly found love. I know, like I'm getting choked up thinking about, about how like happy they are together when literally a few weeks ago, proven, because you can listen back to us saying it, we were like, trashing <laughs> but he and he like admits that he was like a bad we'll get to that we'll get to that yeah okay. oh it's cute okay go on so then the show ends and then it goes into the reunion so the reunion is like in a studio audience set with chris harrison where he brings up everyone on stage and interviews them and then everyone from the cast is there wills and wills is there looking at like a hot ass little schoolboy. yep wills did not say one word but he's just sitting there looking pretty he didn't need to because he was still the hottest, best-dressed person in the room. Um, and then they introduced Leo, and no one clapped, and I was fucking living for it. Cause, like, Honestly, like, don't even tonight. understand why he was there. Same. Cause, but they'll be like, tonight we have Tia in the whole audience, because there's like a studio audience for the reunion shows. They'll be like, woo! And they'll be like, and Colton, and everyone will be like, woo! And then it was like, and Leo! And literally dead silence in the studio. <laughs> Yeah. Which, yeah, me and Megan were talking about it. We don't even know why ABC would allow him back on, considering that he's, like, under investigation for sexual harassment. But, yeah, and so it's funny, because sometimes the studio audience will, like, boo the, you know, the quote, like, villains of the season. Like, so-and-so, so Tia, Colton, woo, woo, and then, like, who, like, I don't know, Crystal, and everyone will be like, boo. That's just an example. But then the fact that Leo didn't even get boos, he just got, like, silence is amazing hilarious if you guys have like hulu or you can watch it back on like dvr i highly recommend it was truly an incredible moment could it have been editing possibly do we care no (laughs) um and so they introduce everyone and they kind of catch back up because john and olivia john venmo john olivia i don't know how to describe her because she wasn't on the show that often um yeah, I still don't even know whose season she was on. Was it Ari's? I think so. I wouldn't know. I didn't watch. She was um, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> so they left Paradise together. They didn't get engaged, but they were like, yeah, like we definitely want to continue this outside of here. Um, they revealed that they've broken up since because he wasn't putting in effort. And he was also like FaceTiming Chelsea from Bachelor in Paradise they like didn't really get into it and I was like I kind of actually want to hear more about this yeah but also like grow up like FaceTiming someone isn't cheating 
Yeah, but if he's saying, like, I don't have time to FaceTime you, and then is, like, FaceTiming Chelsea, oh, yeah, is what yeah. she was saying. Yeah, true. It did seem like there was more to it, but it also seemed like they were on a time crunch, and they kept moving, so that's exactly what we're going to do, too. Yeah. Um, and then... It goes, we catch up with Eric and Angela, because as you remember, Eric, like, broke up with Angela for Cassandra, and then, like, left because he was upset that Angela wasn't there anymore, even though he's the one that sent her home, because he chose someone else. (sighs) Anyway, so we catch up with them, and Eric is still saying him and Angela weren't official, and Angela's like, yes, we were, and then he just blames it on her being closed off. Yeah, Eric, like, can't get his story straight. Like, just accept responsibility. Like, I don't... (laughs) If you were to just, you know, sit there and, like, take responsibility, like you said, and, like, be honest and, like, apologize, like, it's done. That's fine. But he can't even do that. Because I don't think he actually even realizes he's wrong. Like, I kind of think he believes his own story. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, actually, that's the other podcast that I listen to that does recaps of The Bachelor. That's what they said. It's, like, he's, like, the most, like, dangerous type of person where he's not a liar because he but because he genuinely believes what he's saying but it's just not right yeah like he can't be considered a liar because he just genuinely believes what he's saying he believes his own narrative yeah it's kind of alarming so anyway he has some work to do yes um and then jordan and benoit getting like a weird fight over jenna Jordan brings up Claire and Benoit freaks the fuck out. Yeah. It was just like stupid because like Benoit was kind of just like, you know, at the end of the day, I didn't really understand like why Jordan hated me because it, he should have been like mad at Jenna for like dating my while she was dating Jordan as well. But she made but, a point. That's what I've said like a million times. You communicate with the person you're in a relationship with, not the third party person who's impacting the relationship. Exactly. And then he was like, at the end of the day, we're just, like, very different people. And then Jordan just, like, blew up and, like, went off because he needs therapy and growing up. Yeah, I don't even know why Jordan did that at this point because as we come to find out, him and Jenna were still together and happy and fine. So I don't understand why Jordan would just, like, not sit there and be like, yeah, no, it's fine. I won. I came out ahead because, you know, and you know that's what he's thinking in his mind. Yeah, well, he even said that. He was like, well, she chose me because you – gave up or something like that and then Benoit was like yeah I don't really refer to women as like property <laughs> yeah no because he said I didn't I don't refer to women as like meals or snacks or whatever and I was like fuck yeah Benoit yeah the whole audience cheered because it's true but anyway um and then we catch up with T and Colton and they said that they were glad that they gave it as like a official try but they realized that they're just not for each other but they're still really good friends and they're happy for each other and then, as we know, Colton will be the Bachelor um, next season. I get it more a little now for him being Bachelor. You know, I think it's I'm okay with it. We'll see. They really do seem like friends. I don't think oh, it's yeah. the type of thing where it's like he dumped Tia just so he can go be the Bachelor. Or I don't think it's the type of thing where his relationship with Tia is going to affect him being the Bachelor. I think, if anything, his relationship will be- with Becca will affect it more than his relationship with Tia. 100% agree, and yeah, they actually do seem like, not like the t- fake couple that's like, yeah, we're totally friends, they're not, they actually seem like they're really happy for each other. Yeah, and it seems like they were just kind of meant to be friends, instead of a couple, so. Definitely. We'll see or how that goes. 
Or they'll be like the couple, like Jared and Ashley, and they'll just be together in like five years. Yeah, well, God, if we're still doing this podcast, then. <laughs> <laughs> we will be, don't you worry. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then we talk to Astrid. So she gets on stage, and Chris Harrison's kind of just like, so tell me what happened. And she's like, I still just like don't really know. Um, it kind of just blindsided me. And so then they bring out Kevin, and they're talking on the couch together. And he was just saying, like, hearing the term fantasy suite kind of, like, shook him up because of his past with other women on the show, where he, like, thought he was going to get engaged and everything. Well, specifically, he was referring to his past with Ashley I on Winter Games, which made me think, you know? I didn't watch that. Well, I think, I don't know, I think that he meant that he went to the fantasy suites this is all speculation i think he meant that he went to the fantasy suites with ashley i like took her virginity and then ended up regretting it overall because of how that relationship went to shit you know Uh, what i mean yes 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 um so yeah he said that like just getting to the fantasy suite stage kind of like freaked him out and he was like having because he like goes and sees a therapist for like all the emotional turmoil he like went through so he said that it was just, like, really hard from him, and it was, like, bringing him back to a dark place, because he obviously, like, doesn't have a therapist there. And essentially, they just get back together, and then they posted a picture, because he was, like, worried about, like, what they would be in the real world. And then I think it was Astrid posted a picture of them grocery shopping in Canada, and she was, like, real world, real us. Ah! Oh, my God. I want to barf. I'm so obsessed with them. It was, like, Chris Harrison... You're a gem. I think Chris Harrison really facilitated them getting back together. <coughs> Obviously, he has to. <coughs> it's his job. But he pretty much sat them down and was just like, do you love her? And he's just like, yes, I'm so in love with her. And then he asked Astrid, like, well, do you love him? And she had to take a moment to think about it because she was, of course, the one that was very hurt by him. And she was just like, well, yeah. And then they kissed and it was so cute and they're they're good. Um, Side note, so this reunion show was filmed like weeks ago so when i say like they posted a picture of them grocery shopping in canada it was like from yesterday or today so this was weeks ago and now they're together and i think they're like living together i'm so happy i they're so genuinely like gonna last forever yeah they're so beautiful together and they're just they seem like good hearty people <laughs> they have like a very calm love which i think is really good oh yeah they yeah they both seem very like centered and down to earth yes um and then we find out that as soon as kendall left mexico because remember she, she broke up with joe essentially or they broke up and then joe left and she left and then it, we find out that as soon as she left mexico um she like immediately decided to fly so she like flew home from mexico and then from there on, she decided to fly to Chicago to, like, talk to Joe in person because she realized, like, she really loves him and, like, wants to be with him. And she, like, messed up. And so we get to see that, like, behind-the-scenes footage of her, like, going to his, like, apartment in Chicago and, like, sitting him down and talking to him. Mm-hmm. And he says that he loves her, but he doesn't know if he can try again. Um, this is, like, in the footage they filmed of that night. Ever and- since um, ever since Ari's season where he, like, broke up with Becca on that, like, secret 
footage of like a secret couple weekend abc like loves that shit oh yeah the non-show footage even though it's still like totally staged they love like making the viewers think that this is like totally behind the scenes like exclusive footage yeah i was thinking the same thing (laughs) when i was watching it i was like oh but you didn't watch you didn't watch our season though so how would you know I will hang up. <laughs> <laughs> no! We're 40 minutes in. <laughs> Buy my shirt. I didn't watch Ari season when I <laughs> my first store. Um, and so then... Wait, did you make that? I'm going to make it. I'm releasing a ton of merch at the same time, but probably like in November. Ooh. Surprise! <laughs> Holidays! <laughs> and so then it kind of just leaves off on that. And so then... Jo- he asked Kendall, he's like, okay, Joe's here. Is it okay if we bring him out? And she's like, yeah, definitely. And so then he's like, okay, so Joe, how did it end? And he was like, you know, that night we went out to dinner. We talked. I flew out to see her. And then Chris Harrison's like, okay, mm-hmm. And he was like, and yeah, I love her. And then the, they oh. like, kiss. And then she's like, yeah, she's my girlfriend. <laughs> and then um, Chris Harrison's like, so how's it been like being long distance like you're in Chicago she's here in Los Angeles and he's like yeah it's definitely hard but you know we're taking it day by day and then Chris Harrison was like what if I could help you fix it what if I could help you live in the same area and then Joe was like I mean yeah I'd love that he was like okay because what if I told you I secured you on a spot on Dancing with the Stars and it films right here in Los Angeles and then Joe's like okay yeah and so ah! oh my god I I love that I love I mean I already knew that Joe was going to be on Dancing with the Stars but I didn't realize that that's how they were going to announce it like Chris making that little connection you know Chris being like I pulled a few strings to get you guys in the same city you know just totally like Chris Harrison style and I love it because he cares about these people and it's so sweet to see Chris Harrison like care he gets genuinely so stoked when like their relationships work out and then I think I'm like oh that's sweet but then I think harder and I'm like wait that's sad because he has no one he has Andy Dorfman okay (laughs) (laughs) they're still together they've been dating for like four years I'm kind of over that I don't think that's a thing anymore though I think it definitely was at one point they have definitely boned wait till you're walking down the street one day because Andy lives in New York and you'll be like oh let me just stop in this little cafe to get a coffee and you'll be behind a gross PDA couple and they'll finally break apart and you'll realize it's them oh you bet your ass if I ever run into Andy Dorfman that is the first thing I am asking her (laughs) did you have sex with Chris Harrison yes or no she goes running like downtown every day but I do not (laughs) so maybe I won't run into her (laughs) we've gotta know she definitely did there's no way she did it well more on that more on that one day we hope um and so then cute he's gonna be on Dancing with Stars and now he gets to spend all his time in LA with his girl yay doing taxidermy (laughs) and then they bring out okay okay everyone here we go. No. You need to get popcorn. Pause this shit. I literally just walked out of my room to fill up my wine. Good call. So. <laughs> I'm pouring it out of a box. We all can hear you. 
It's a box. It's not even a bottle. <laughs> um, they bring out Annalise. I like can't even shit. They bring out Annalise and Chris is like, Okay, so last time we saw you in Paradise, you and Camilla are like really in love, but you didn't get engaged, so like what's going on with that? And she mm-hmm. says that they're still together and they're in a really good spot. Being long distance has been kind of hard, but things are definitely getting better and they're in a really good spot. And she's very happy. So happy. She can, like, see it on her face. Like, she can't stop smiling. Yeah. So then they're like, great! Let's bring Let's it Let's ruin it! <laughs> and then she's like, yeah, bring him out! So then Camille comes out. He sits down and immediately breaks up with her. He literally does not give her a second. He pretty much sits down and is just like, Annalise, I know you want to get engaged, but I'm not the guy for you. Like, just does not waste any time. Like, yeah, because he sits down, Chris Harrison's like, so Camille, how have things been going? And he was like, you know, we had a spark in paradise and Annalise was looking at him and like nodding her head. And he was like, and long distance has been hard. You know, she met my family. She met my friends. And Annalise was, like, smiling. You can tell she has, like, some concern in her eye. Because he's not just saying, like, things are going good. And yeah, then her goes, smile is turning from, like, genuine, like, uh-huh, uh-huh. To, like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, like to crazy, know. like, what are you going to say? Yeah, and, I can't describe it, but I'm doing the facial expressions right now. But no one can see it. <laughs> and then he just, yeah, like, within, like, five seconds of sitting down, this is, like, but, you know, I'm not the person for you, Annalise. Like, on national TV, in some of a live studio and audience, he breaks up with her. This fucking douche. What the fuck? He doesn't even try to, like, redeem himself or, like, ease the blow. He just goes for it and does not give any shit. Yeah, and he just keeps, like, breaking up with her and kind of saying, like, cliche things. Like, you know, we tried, and it just didn't work out, and I'm just not the person for you. You want an engagement, and I don't. Which, like, genuinely, yeah, they're not right for each other, and genuinely, those are good points. However, you could have done it, one, beforehand, or two, after. You didn't have to do it in front of a live fucking studio audience on national television. Yeah, it's like we've said all season how it's clear that he's not on the same level that she is so clear but it's just the way that he went about it it was so fucking tacky and just so desperate on his end and then she said this she says this part about like well what the fuck are we supposed to do for the rest of the week like we booked an airbnb here together for the whole rest of the week and he's just like yeah like it's so crazy like he could have easily done this any other time and then chris harrison being the charmer that he is he was like annalise what do you want right now and yeah, I just need to be off the stage, and he was like, "Yeah, definitely, just go." And like it, the like Bibiana and Astrid are like in the little side, and they're like, "This is so fucked up." Like you can hear them. I know, I love it. So she's like crying pretty hard, and like walks off the stage to go backstage to cry to like compose herself. Chris pretends to care about talking to Camille and like getting his side of the story, but he doesn't really care at all, right? No, he doesn't. No, he's, he, you can tell he's like, I'm fucking over this. Yeah, he's like, get this guy off the stage. So then, so then he's like trying to explain himself, but no one cares. The crowd's like booing. Um, Annalise storms off, and then she comes back, and Tia's like, 
Yes, bitch. Yes. I know. That was like the best part. Except she was just like so quiet about it. She's just sitting there nodding and she's like, yes, bitch. Yes. Like so intense about it. I was like, oh, shit. Because they're all, all the Bachelor cast is like disgusted and like in shock that he would even like have the audacity to do this. And yeah, so, then, so Annalise comes back to, like, really give him a piece of her mind. Yeah, and she's like, I've been trying. I've been giving 90%. You've been giving 10%. And he's like, I have been trying. And she's like, no, you haven't. You haven't been trying since New York. And he was like, well, that's when things felt different. And then Chris was like, okay, so why didn't you do this beforehand? And then he Wait, went, well, sorry. wait, am I, I hope I'm not getting ahead here. But that was the crazy part when she was just like, I tried to break up with you like two weeks ago and you begged me to like not. Yeah. And said that you were going to change, which is just so obvious that it just seems like he was just waiting to do this on TV. You know? Exactly. No, exactly. And then Chris Harrison was like, so why didn't you do this like before? And he was like, well, I wanted to do it face to face and like be a man. And then the whole, they're all their castmates just like, laugh and like discuss because they're like like a man like in front of a studio fucking audience on tv like that's not how like you know what i mean like what the fuck yeah Chris- i feel like this cast has really like rallied around annalise in the way of like like i don't know like a little sister almost yeah she's older than a lot of them but she needs a little push sometimes so the- to see her like she's like blindsided a treated like this just isn't fair yeah definitely they care about her. You're right. Um, and then Chris is like, side note, if we go over, I'll just call you back. If that makes sense. And I'll just put both segments in. Okay. Um, and so then Chris was like, okay, Camille, I'm kind of done. So you can go. <laughs> yeah. And just like kicks him off stage. He literally dismissed him and it was amazing. And then Camille, like, goes in the back, and he's like, great, so now I'm just going to come off as the douchebag again? Why do I always have to look like the jackass? And it's like, because you made yourself! Like, these are the choices you made! Yeah, like, if there's a pattern here, it's because that's who you are as a person. <laughs> yeah, like, literally. And so then he kind of talks to Annalise a little bit, and she's like, I just, like, don't really know what to say. Like, I'm just, like, in shock. Like, um, but she was like, but I'll be okay. And then he was like, you know, you have a lot of good friends here. And then he was like, tells all the castmates to come take care of their girl. And they all get up and walk down stage and like hug her. Very yeah, uh, I really did feel for her. I've we've been like giving a lot of shit on Annalise this season, but that was sweet to see everyone rally behind her. And I do feel bad for her because no one deserves that. Yeah. Do I think she absolutely needs a therapist? Yes. Do I think she deserves to be broken up on national television? Fuck no. No, I hope that she finds someone very soon. And then, in like, like a healthy relationship. Not just anyone. I hope she finds a healthy relationship very soon. With a therapist. Um, <laughs> and then Camille, like, posted, like, this whole long thing yesterday on his Instagram. Like, you know, we are just in different spots, but, like, we still support each other, and I'm always going to be there for her, blah, blah, blah. But then on Twitter, he was, like, liking tweets that were, like, making fun of her. and like Oh, really? I didn't even look. I can't be bothered with him. Yeah, it was disgusting. Um, So, boy, bye. And then, um, oh, and then Jordan and Jenna. (gasps) Hi, Rocky. Jordan and Jenna are still 
happy and engaged, and it shows them, like, Jordan visiting Jenna at her house, and they're, like, making a little mood board where they're, like, planning out their future with, like, kids. Far. Um, and then they say that they want to get married next June 9th, uh, which I think is the day that they met, and that they want to get Barf. married on the same beach where they met, Barf. and they want Chris to marry them because he has his, like, little license. Not Barf. Yeah, Chris, marry me. <laughs> marry me. <laughs> um, Chris, marry me and Jason. <laughs> and well. so they they seem <laughs> really happy and in love, and like they have a good thing going. But my little bachelor nation, <laughs> before the finale, a, like hours before the finale, a fucking bomb dropped on all of us. Shit hit the fan. And we find out that Jenna has been texting another guy. That she's supposedly dating. Yeah, do you have the picture on your phone? I mean, yeah. Or I can, I guess I can look for it. I Um, can see if you want. I don't know, I might have deleted it. Let me just look. Oh yeah, I have it. Okay, so it says, so this guy, this guy, by the way, decides to spill the tea and, like, send his text with him and Jenna to reality show Steve. Shout out to this guy, whoever he is. Yeah, because he was like, yeah, I'm talking to this girl, but let me just expose her before she goes on national television with her fiancé. So the text is from Jenna to this mysterious guy. I don't know if we know who he is. We don't. Um, It says, Good morning, handsome. I wanted to say, don't be mad at me or do anything crazy. I know you're upset about this week's episode, but I told you yesterday, and I keep telling you that this is all for my business. You know how much I need the money. Me and Jordan aren't together for real. I don't even like him, let alone love him. I'm better than him, and once I'm able to, I'll break it off for good and make up some story to make him look bad, if it'll make you feel better. He means nothing to me and never has. None of the other guys I go out with mean anything. All for work and networking. You're the only one I need. What? <gasps> what kind of monster even says those things? She's engaged. She's and she engaged. I'm better than him. I'll make it look like he's the villain. And I need this relationship for the money. Oh my god. What kind of, like, truly villain monster from, like, a movie is she? (laughs) Yeah, this this isn't, this isn't villain shit like, you know, you're the villain on your season because the producers make you look like a villain. This is literal, like, you're not on the show. This is just you being a shitty person in your real life. Like, who, who even thinks, like, that way? Like, (laughs) I feel like my mind could never even go there. Yeah, I truly can't imagine wasting so much of my time to pretend to be engaged to someone just for, like, financial gain. And we all know that by financial gain, we mean Instagram followers. Yeah, and Sugar what the Bear Hair sponsors. Sugar Bear Hair. It has the <laughs> nutrients as one cup of broccoli. And it's delicious, so it's fun to eat. It helps with hair growth and nail growth. Sugar Bear Hair. <laughs> Get out. Or Fit Tea. Shit yourself. 
and lose weight. <laughs> Fit tea, the tea that you can take that's delicious and will help lose water weight and you'll also have diarrhea. Fit tea. <laughs> Get fit today. <laughs> so, so yeah, that like happened like literally the morning of the finale episode. And so like watching the finale episode, they're like in love, but like in real time, <laughs> everyone's like, it's like that SpongeBob where all of his brain cells are like setting on fire. <laughs> Why have we referenced that so much? But yeah, it's so terrible. They're literally talking about their children's names on their mood boards that they're creating. And then they're asking Chris to officiate their wedding. They set a date and everything. But this whole time, she's just a scammer. Joanne would be appalled at her behavior. Yeah. And like, Another plot twist of the motherfucking century is that I feel bad for Jordan. I feel so bad for him. Um, he he like, literally worships the ground that she walks on. Yes. And he, like, released a statement. It was, like, long and kind of hard to follow. But essentially, he just says, like, you know, I'm still there for her if she, like, needs support. But I decided to end the relationship and move forward. And I'm, like, really hurt. And I just need some time. Yeah, honestly, the first, like, I mean, I only understood the last sentence of his Same. statement, but it okay, was basically was, him saying. I thought that was yeah. just me because I was, like, distracted at work, distracted at work from The Bachelor. <laughs> no, I thought the same thing, and then I read it, like, six times, and I was Same. like, wait, I don't think this actually made sense. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we're on the same page. I was like, am I being dumb? Um, if anyone else read it and understood Jordan's language, then enlighten us please so yeah and then uh like someone from jenna's camp said that um she just doesn't know what to do right now (laughs) yeah no shit actually she released a statement like a few hours an hour or two ago did you see it i did not didn't you text me about it i don't know um she's basically like taking legal action against this guy who like sent the oh my god just fucking sit there and eat your food She's just like, it's not, she was like, it's not right. It's not true. They're fabricated, blah, blah, blah. But it just, it just doesn't seem genuine because it seems like she's going after the, like, the legality of it. Legality? Is that a word? Yes. Um, and she's not really, like, addressing the real issue here is that she's a gold-digging whore. Yeah, like, that's how you know someone's guilty is, like, when they, like, well, I'm going to sue him for showing that I'm a bad person. <laughs> Yeah. How about you just lay in the bed you made? Yeah, so that's that. Whatever. Um, And so then he brings out Chris and Krista, and they're still engaged, and they're still super fucking happy, and they're moving in together into her home in San Diego, where there'll be a family with her two little dogs, and her two little dogs love him, and he's just so happy, and he's so happy that he can't stop crying. Yeah, first of all, I need to address the segment they did with the two dogs. It was precious and adorable, and she's obsessed with them. And she was like, I don't know if this makes me look... She's like, I don't know if I should be embarrassed or proud of that. But it's like, girl, be proud. So that I was precious. Her. Yeah, and that was precious. And then he, like, once Chris Harrison started to try to, like, speak to Chris Goose Boy about, like, their situation, he, like, couldn't even speak to the camera because he was, kept crying. Like, he was so overwhelmed with emotions because he was so happy. They were happy tears. It was kind of, he was really cute. She's really good for him because she's, like, very nurturing to him where it's not, like, motherly. So I hate that. 
but it's like very calming and like exactly what he needs. And he says that like the night after the second row ceremony, she like pulled him aside and was like, listen, this tough guy, piece of shit, douche act that you have on, not her exact words, but essentially the thing. Um, she was like, it's fake. It's not real. And it's going to make you leave here with no friends and no one that loves you. So either you drop it and act like start acting like yourself or you're going to face the consequences. Like, yeah. what kind of, like, goddess of a woman? Like, And she didn't say that to be mean. She said that because she cared about him and she, like, genuinely wanted to help him. And, like, well, yeah, and because keep that in mind, that was earlier in Paradise when he was still doing this weird shit with Tia and kind of, like, gaslighting Tia and just coming off really poorly. But Crystal was still kind of, like, inserting herself in the situation. And at the time, we're like, why is she inserting herself in the situation? Blah, blah, blah. But now we can see it's because she genuinely cared and, like, saw something in him that we all didn't. And it's very, very sweet. Yeah, and he says that he, like, realized that he was, like, not being a good person on Becca's season or Bachelor in Paradise or for his 20s. And, like, that was, like, something he needed to hear and that she helped him along the way to become, like, a better person overall. And it's just, like, so nice. I don't know, like... Yeah, she, like, really saw something in him and, like, saved him, essentially. I know. It's kind of crazy when you see stuff like that happen. I mean, we kind of saw it all, like, unfold before our eyes, and it's crazy to see. I wish them all the best, and I hope that they last. Same. Um, and, like, now their moms are best friends, and they said they're, the moms said they're, like, sisters. Ah! Oh, my God. Yeah, their moms were in the audience. They were so cute. They were, like, hugging and, like, rocking back and forth. Ah! Yeah, and they're like, we're like sisters now. Like, we instantly bonded. And, like, Crystal's just so calming to him. It's just, like, the weirdest thing to watch because it's, like, because she's, like, he's, like, crying and she, like, knows exactly, like, without even, like, saying anything. Like, I don't know. It was just, like, very nice to watch. (laughs) Yeah, it was sweet. After all this, like, shit show that happened, knowing that Jenna's a liar and everything it was very nice to see something so refreshing yeah and they seem like it just genuinely seems so real and like so healthy yeah uh, and then chris harrison got them a crystal goose because his name is like goose and then her name is crystal so it was like a crystal goose <laughs> like yeah crystal. that was outrageous i like lolled at that in my apartment by myself <laughs> yeah it was cute and then yeah, that was it. It ended on good terms. Um, and then in January, it will be The Bachelor with Colton. So we'll see all that. I have no idea what me and Megan are going to talk about until then. We'll figure something out. But <laughs> we can talk. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about what. So tune in next week for, a for our <laughs> meteorologist podcast until January. The <laughs> yeah. so- most west coast upper west coast and the most upper east coast weather brought to you by us that'd be so embarrassing okay i know we're running short on time and i don't want to take up time babbling so you can close us out okay well i do want to say one thing um me and megan are gonna be reunited Ah! in person Ah! i'm gonna go visit her in new york for halloween weekend and it's really exciting because we haven't seen each other since last October. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, Pop Culture Swine, both co-hosts will be in the same city. Watch out, Andy fucking Dorfman. Move the fuck over. Ooh, we shall find her. Um, and, when you say, and when you say both co-hosts, you mean all three co-hosts, because Rocky will be here, too. Yes, our PR manager, Rocky, will also be there. And we actually have something very funny um, that we're going to do. Because I don't think we're going to do a live episode, because we're going to be getting trashed all weekend. Um, yeah. But we do have very something very hilarious that we'll put out during that weekend. But yeah, that's our surprise announcement that we'll be in person with each other. So yay! Oh, here Rocky's getting all fired up. Okay, yay! I know we're running super short on time. So yeah, so we'll see you here. We'll see you next week for a surprise. I don't know. Tune in to find out what it will be. Okay. Yeah, we'll just wing it. Bye.